0: The worst thing you could do if you got millions on your mind is to operate any area of your life from your vantage point. It's always skewed. You're going to have to look a little higher. That 30,000 foot view at all times and giving yourself the space to make decisions from that place. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell Jervy Harmon. The place to be for high level conversations about all things millions your mission, mindset, methodologies, mandate movement, messaging, marketing, metrics, and most definitely your money. I am your host, spiritual business growth coach, Dr. Darnell J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you're ready to move to your next level everything, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions Live. Let me say this. This is not a conference. This is a call to your first or your next million. Time is running out, but you can still join us by going to MovetoMillionsEvent.com. In this episode, you guys, I want to keep it light. Now, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to pull it off, because what is on my heart to share with you today are some of the things that I wish I knew before I set the goal to cross the million-dollar mark. Okay, some of you know the story. If you're an OG listener, you've been here for a while, then you already know this story. So just bear with me. I'm going to give you the short and abridged version, but I do think it's important and relevant that I share some of the backdrop of what was going on before I made the move to millions the very first time and how it crumbled and how I was able to build it all back again. So from the day I started Incredible One Enterprises, I knew this was going to be a million dollar company from that day. I was very clear. I could see the vision right away. Now, what I wasn't prepared for is what it was going to take in order to be able to actually make it happen. So my first year in business, we barely made $20,000. We were right in line with the statistics that plague most small businesses, right? Even that, this was before the American Express Women Owned Business Report, but we were right there. We were like, just shy or just $20,000, not very much at all. But I still had my mind on millions. But here's the thing. I didn't know what I didn't know. So I didn't even know that I wasn't even actually putting myself in position to go to the million dollar mark because I had no clue. I had no no filter. I had not even actually seen someone who had done this that could paint me a picture or give me a roadmap. Like, so I was really flying blind the entire time. And so it took me that first nine months of not making enough money, having to go back to work, bankruptcy, car repossessed, almost living in my car, the whole nine. And while I was in that job, making the decision and studying to show myself approved, I had to do my work, y'all. And a big part of doing that work was to learn how to grow a ground up business because I didn't have a clue. My Mary Kay business was a proven business model that an old white lady with big white hair designed. I was just working it and it worked. But starting from scratch in this business, yeah, I didn't know what in the world I was doing. And that is why I struggled that first year to the tune of 20,000, then took the job, got started to get focused, got to $88,000. The second year that I was in the full-time job, got the business to 100 and 25 or 143,000, something like that. I have it all written down somewhere, but I'm not looking at my notes right now. And then came back into full-time entrepreneurship on January 1st, 2011, still clear that I had a million dollar business in me, right? Declare that with me. I have a million dollar business in me. There is a millionaire in me. Didn't that feel good? That felt amazing. And when I came back into the business full-time January 1st, 2011, There was still a lot I didn't know, but I was now more convinced in my own mind that I was going to be willing to show up and do the work. Now I'll admit, I've admitted this before, the early days in my business were filled with hustle and grind. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was doing whatever I had to do to be able to make things move inside of this business. And I would not advocate for you to do that today. That's why you get the benefit of having my own experience go before you. So it took us three years once I came back into the business full-time to cross the million-dollar mark. You know the story. Doubled my rates based on the coach that I was working with at the time. I was like, listen, I'm so much better than she is. And I don't know if I should have said that or not, but I did. And I'm just going to at least charge what she charges. And when I did the math, I immediately would have already, based on the number of clients I was serving, have a million-dollar business. And so I got the courage to double my rates in time for my upcoming live event. Like here we are again about to have a live event in a month or some change at the time of this recording. I doubled the prices at the event. I tried to talk myself out of it. You remember the dream where no one signed up and I tried to change all the prices back, but the form wouldn't work. And so I was forced, fingers in air quotes, to use the actual pricing, took that to my event and got my mind blown how in three days we generated $1.3 million in cash, instant million dollar business, instant million-dollar CEO, instant millionaire. All of that happened in a matter of moments. Now I want to give you the benefit of journeying back to let you know what I wish I would have known before I actually crossed the million-dollar mark the very first time. What I actually learned and leveraged in crossing the million-dollar mark the second time, because you know, 2014, 1.8, 2015, 2.8, 2016, like 1.8, like we went down and then we went all the way down to like 600K. Before in 2020, we came back over the million dollar mark. And what I learned in that short period of time is what I'm going to pass on to you in this episode. This is like the perfect precipice to move to millions live for those of you who have already gotten your ticket to join us. Those of you who haven't, but you know you want to be there, this is something that I wish I knew before I came to an event like I'm putting on. I've started working on the run of show, y'all. It's going to be straight fire, straight fire. You really need to be there if you have millions on your mind. Number one, the first thing that I wish I knew the first time and learned the second time is the importance of having a strong foundation in your business. Now, when I say strong foundation, what I need you to know is I'm talking about a strong foundation financially spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally, basically in all the areas of your life. You've heard me say before that you cannot have a booming business when you have a busted life. And it's important that all of that be foundationally found, right? So before hitting seven figures, I think it is absolutely crucial to establish robust systems, especially financially. This means that you need to have an amazing handle on your personal finances as well as your business's finances. That means you need to be running your business like a business. It means you cannot be embezzling and just taking money out of the business to pay for your personal things. It means you need to be a W-2 in your company. It means that you need to operate as a business. It means you need to understand taxes and your tax liability. You need a tax strategist on your team. It means you need an entire financial management team, which is comprised of a, a bookkeeper a CPA, a financial planner, a tax strategist, or tax accountant, and a state attorney. You need all of those people because they are going to help you to not just get to the million dollar mark and to be able to say that you did it, but to be able to sustain your time at the million dollar mark. A big part of the reason why we did not sustain the very first time we made the move to millions financially It's because, y'all, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was literally flying by the seat of my pants. I was not prepared to see that large volume money come in. I wasn't prepared to figure out how to manage all of that money. Shoot, I wasn't prepared to write a payment check to the IRS for $400,000. I wasn't prepared for any of that. So when I say a strong foundation financially, the way you see money, the way you see yourself, what you understand to be true about money, right? You are gonna have to contend with the demons and the devils that are your backstory around money and your relationship with money. Because if you don't know how to manage money before you have a lot of it, you are going to massively mismanage it. This means that you have to invest in having a financial education by reading the right books, taking the right courses, learning from the right mentors, because the more you know about managing money, the better equipped you will be to make CEO decisions at and beyond the million-dollar level. You're also going to need to have financial planning in place. You want to have a comprehensive financial plan so that you know how your business is not just going to pay what your business needs to pay right now but your business is actually gonna establish a financial legacy. For those of you who are coming to Move to Millions Live, I am teaching a session that is called The Millionaire in Me, and I am literally gonna show you how you can make a million dollars in your company while also becoming a millionaire. Y'all, it's so good. This is why you need to be at Move to Millions. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. But your financial planning is gonna include a budget. I know I said the B word. Trust me, I get it. I don't love budgets either. But it is essential that you have a financial stewardship over the resource that you are bringing in and creating. It's going to include your saving plan, your investing plan, your retirement plan. You need to understand your taxes and legal structures. Are you in the right business entity to be making that much money? You need somebody who will be able to take a look at all of that. You're also going to need to understand the importance of diversification in just this strong financial foundation, right? Now, I'm not even talking about all of the other financials. You're going to need to know that just financially- As your wealth grows, you know how to diversify your investments to manage your risk and optimize your returns. You're going to need to figure out which assets you're going to leverage, whether you're going to focus on the stock market or bonds or real estate or alternative investments. Like, What are you doing in order to make sure that the money that is coming in, it has a purpose and it has an assignment so that more money keeps showing in? I wish y'all, that I would have known the importance of having a strong foundation inside of my business from the onset, from the get-go. Now, I got my relationship with money, honestly. You've heard me share stories before about what I learned from my dad and my mom as it pertained to money. I mean, I learned how to rob Peter to pay Paul I learned that you only make money when you work really hard. I learned that money is only for what you need. And all of that followed me into my business. And I truly believe that a big part of the reason why it took me three years once I decided to make the move to millions, it wasn't because I had all this in place and I was taking my time and I was bracing myself. It was because I still let those money beliefs show up fully and usurp my authority inside of my business. And it really, really changed everything. So that's the first thing I wish I knew. Now to talk about some of the other foundations, spiritually, like you need to be grounded and know who you are. You need to know that there's something greater than you. Not just because of what happens spiritually as it pertains to money, especially through tithing and giving to other people, the benevolence that goes along with wealth, not just for that piece, but that firm understanding about the way you see money is really about the way you see yourself, which is really about the way you think God sees you. And so when you have a strong foundation spiritually, it really changes things. The importance of having a strong foundation emotionally is so that you can actually handle everything that's coming your way because there's going to be a lot of big girl or big boy decisions to make once you are on the move to millions solidly inside of your business's infrastructure. Physically, you need to have a strong foundation because you are your wealth, right? My good friend Patrice Washington says all the time that the original definition of wealth is about wellness and well being. It is not actually financial stewardship. Now, of course, the definition has expanded to include that, but you are your wealth. And if you're not taking good care of your vessel, anything that you have and bring in is going to fall by the wayside because you're not going to be available to really steward it. And that's going to be a problem. So the number one thing I wish I knew before I made the move to millions was the importance to have a strong foundation in every area of my life. The second most important thing that I wish I knew before I made to move to millions would be the importance of being a leader. When you are growing your business, you are a tactician. You are a service provider. When you are scaling your business, the number one skill you need to have is that of leadership. Because you recognize you're not doing all of the things. You're not trying to be the end-all, be-all in your business. That E does not stand for everything you are not focused on having created for yourself a really good job. Like you're really focused on building a company, influencing the economic stability of other households through employment, in your company, and someone's got to lead those people. Now, there needs to be layers of leadership in your organization. But as you're on the move to millions, you need to start spending as much time developing your leadership skills as you spend on marketing and sales. I know that sounds crazy because how are we even getting to the million-dollar market if we're not marketing and selling? But I promise you, the importance to leadership is, is so significant. What I see happen a lot with our clients that are making the move to millions When they take their eyes off of leadership, even though we told them how important it is, they think they know better sometimes. What we see happen is that the business begins to break. If you get to the million dollar mark without having developed leadership skills that will lead and impact the lives of those who are supporting you inside of your business, you will break it. And once you break your business, it's going to keep you stuck and stagnant and you'll just be a hamster on a wheel. You'll repeat the million dollar mark over and over and over again, but you won't actually replicate and duplicate to get to 5 million and 10 million if you are not a strong leader. And if you don't recognize how to develop leaders and bring other leaders on your team and delegate to them. I graduated from, if you want something done right, do it yourself university. Have you heard of it? Have you been there? Were you my classmate? Listen, I thought the only way it could be done right is if Darnielle Antoinette did it. And that showed up in my business. That delayed my move to millions. And even when I did cross the million dollar mark that very first time and I hired a whole bunch of people, those people were not developed. And either they ended up being fired or they quit on their own because they came into a horrible company culture. I am so sorry if you are out there and you are listening and you used to be a member of my team during that era. I apologize. It was totally me because I wasn't a leader. I was so traumatized from being a leader in corporate America that I actually made a vow to myself that I would run my company. I would create a lifestyle business and I would be the only one in it, except for that's not even sustainable. You end up running yourself down. And so I I kept telling myself that I couldn't be a leader because of the trauma I experienced in corporate, that when it was time for me to lead my team, I didn't. And as a result, it imploded. And so did the business. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to keep telling you some of the things I wish I knew before I made the move to millions. We'll be right back. It's here, it's here. You've heard me share about my new book, Move to Millions, a gazillion times. Well, now you can pre-order your very own copy. The book officially releases November 7th, 2023, and if you pre-order your copy now, you'll help us make history. Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind, is already an Amazon bestseller. Grab your copy and our bonuses today at movetomillionsbook.com. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. It's your host, your girl, Dr. Darnielle, and I am just keeping it real and hopefully keeping it light with you this week. We are literally days from Move to Millions Live. I cannot believe how fast the time has come to this point where we're going to be gathering together with a few hundred entrepreneurs and business owners who have millions on their mind. And one of the things that I know is that for many people who are millions minded, they don't have any understanding and true comprehension of what it means to have a million dollar company. And as a result, if they get there, they experience struggle and challenges that keeps them trapped in their business. And we want to avoid all of that. Right now, depending upon where you are inside of your business and how much your business earned in 2022 and what your goal is for 2023, you might be somewhere in the millions messy middle, which is that chaotic corridor between a quarter of a million dollars and the million dollar mark. In that corridor, everything you believe will be called into question. Which is why the next thing I wish I knew before I made the move to millions is I wish I really, 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 I mean, really understood the importance of having the right mindset. Listen to me, y'all. Being a true CEO, not just in name or on your business card, is not for the faint at heart. CEOing ain't easy. It is not. And the importance of the mindset the way you see yourself, the way you show up, always thinking and acting, at and beyond the million-dollar mark, making million-dollar decisions, executing only million-dollar tasks, living daily in a million-dollar state of mind, making and taking million-dollar actions, hiring people that deserve to be part of your million-dollar team and investing in yourself like you are already making, moving, and leaving millions. Yo, listen to me. Getting seven figures, it might seem like it's just financial management, but no, ma'am, no, sir. It is also about cultivating the millionaire mindset. This means that you have to embrace having a growth-focused approach to everything. It means that you have got to believe in yourself and your abilities. You have got to be fully convinced in your own mind at all times, regardless of what it is that you see, that you can actually pull this off and sustain a business. Because let me tell you what's worse than getting to the million dollar mark and realizing that you weren't prepared for it, getting to the million dollar mark and not being able to sustain it. That's worse. And you want to know who that happened to? Me. <laughs> That's why we had that small stint where we were not making millions, but I realized that I needed to know these things and I'm now hipping you to so that I could change the game for myself. Understanding the significance of your mindset. I say all the time, you have got to wash your mind like you wash your behind. And I really hope that you take a bath on a regular, right? That The Bible talks about the renewing of your mind, right? Making sure that you're constantly sitting in the energy of renewal, thinking better, thinking stronger, thinking higher. And as a result, constantly elevating yourself in the way you see things, right? I talk a lot about the difference between your vision point and your vantage point. The worst thing you could do if you got millions on your mind is to operate any area of your life from your vantage point. It's always skewed. You're gonna have to look a little higher. That 30,000 foot view at all times and giving yourself the space to make decisions from that place. It's gonna be essential that you set goals and you back into those bad boys so that you can actually achieve them. This is why mindset is so important because our minds play trick on us. When our alignment is off, Everything is off, but we have got to make sure that we get very, very clear about the goals that we are setting and create an actionable plan to actually achieve them. We're going to have to take those big goals and back into them and break them down into smaller goals, which will not only make them more manageable, but it'll keep us excited and motivated because it's a lot. It's overwhelming often to think about a million dollars in revenue in a 12-month period, especially if it's not something you've ever done before. Oliver Wendell Holmes says that once a mind has been expanded, it cannot return to the same place. But for those of you who've not experienced it yet, your mind has nowhere to go. That's why the renewing of your mind and embracing that growth mindset is so essential. It's also going to be important to think about the company you keep. I just recently did a podcast episode about that. Surrounding yourself with success, networking with like-minded individuals, learning from people who have already walked a mile in the shoes that you cannot fit your feet into no matter how hard you try. You need to understand their experiences. You need to hone in and take their advice And get their support because it's going to make a huge difference on your move to millions. You're also going to have to cultivate resilience. I need you to understand that failure comes before success everywhere, not just in the dictionary. There will be setbacks, but they are a setup for a big comeback. Shout out to Willie Jolly, who wrote that book. You want to use the things that happen as feedback and to learn from them. And the only way that happens is if your mindset is one of resilience. That will allow you to keep pushing forward despite the obstacles that I promise you are going to happen. Listen, I will be the first to tell you that getting to the million dollar mark is not all sunshine and rainbows. It does not have to be hustle and grind. It can be grace and ease, but every day will not be sunny and it just won't be because there are big girl decisions that need to be made. So, When you understand the significance of having resilience, it's going to allow you to remain persistent and dedicated to the big reason why. I'm not finished talking about mindset, but that's another thing I wish that I really deep dived into before I actually went for the million-dollar mark. The other thing that's going to be important from a mindset perspective is having self-discipline. Success is going to require that you be disciplined and that you operate in consistency. So that means you need a routine. You need to learn how to prioritize tasks. You need to learn how to maintain focus despite what is going on, even when you don't feel like it, even when your motivation is off. Sometimes you will need to give yourself grace and give yourself the day. Like that was me yesterday at the time of the recording. I just couldn't do the day anymore. And so I decided to get up and leave. But then I came back the next day renewed and ready to keep moving towards the goal and the target that I'd established for the business. Another thing that I wish I knew, I alluded to it a moment ago, is why I wanted to make millions. I think a lot of people set this arbitrary goal because it'll give them validation that if they achieve this mark that not many have achieved. I mean, the statistics around, and they vary depending upon the source around getting to the seven figure mark, roughly 2.35% of small businesses ever cross the million dollar mark. That's all of them. And then when you look at women, women are roughly 1%, again, depending upon the source. Some sources say 4% of businesses make a million dollars, some say 2.35%, some sources say 2% of women, some sources say 1% of women. And if you are a black woman, like your girl, we're looking at 0.5%, less than 1% actually make it to the million dollar mark. And so knowing why you want to do it, it can't just be Because you want to be rich and floss, right? It's got to be something bigger than that. Because even though you say that it's for the money, money is not reason enough to be motivated to do all of the work that is required to make millions. Again, it's not hustle and grind, grueling work, but there is work. Because the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. And so you are going to have to show up fully. You are going to have to take action consistently. You are going to have to build a team. You are going to have to lead if you have millions on your mind. That is just absolutely unequivocally essential. So that's another thing I wish I had really dug into was my big reason why. I also think that that's part of the reason why it eluded me the first time. Because I just wanted to do it to validate my existence. I wanted to prove to whomever, them, you know, the arbitrary them that we refer to all the time. I wanted to prove to them that I was worthy. But if your worth is tied to money, that's a whole nother problem and a reason for you to get some support. And that was probably one of the biggest things that I had to work through because I wanted it for the wrong reasons. And until the reasons were right, till the reasons were in alignment it wasn't going to happen. I believe that God will send the rain when he is ready, but I don't think he'll send it when you're not prepared because God really is not going to get any glory if you are in struggle or you go without. That's just not his MO. And so I recognize thinking beyond myself and getting clear about why I wanted to do what it is that I ended up doing and become a multi-million dollar CEO and a millionaire. And that big reason is for my own foundation, the Incredible One Foundation. Our mission is to teach entrepreneurship and wealth building principles to the children of incarcerated parents. I think you guys know my mom went to jail when I was young and I will never forget the communities and the organizations that supported us when she was in jail. I promised when I got older and I made money that I was going to give back to that cause, like that I was going to be a part of the solution and not a problem. And so it's so important to me to do this work and to give the children of the parents who are incarcerated an alternative to following into their family's footsteps. That's like my primary impetus for what it is I do. The second reason why I wanted to have lots of money is because I wanted to be able to give. I wanted to be a philanthropist. I think that giving back and impacting others through leveraging and donating your wealth is like the real sign that you've made it. That's what I think. I think about that Patty LaBelle song, when you've been blessed, you pass it on. And so that was another big reason. Stuck on the six-figure plateau? It's time that you cross over the million-dollar milestone with grace and ease. Part memoir and part methodology, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind, helps entrepreneurs and business owners simplify their processes to multiply their profits. Known for breaking down complex topics, I equip you with, all that you need to leave the headaches of scaling your business behind so that you can be empowered and edified without compromising any of your values in the process. It is time for you to make the move to millions. Grab your copy today at movetomillionsbook.com. The least of the reasons were the things I'd be able to do and buy for myself. Because I don't think that selfish gain it really takes you to the next level. I think that thinking selfishly is the reason why we experience imposter syndrome. And it's the reason why we get a crab in the bucket mentality and we cannot get beyond ourselves. And so for me, I didn't want anything to do with any of those things. I wanted to be enriched. I wanted to be edifying. I wanted to be able to support people in a way that would make a huge difference to them. And so when I think about the things that I wish I knew before I started this whole thing, Those are them. One last one I want to share with you before we call it an episode. And that is that I wish I would have recognized the significance of failing on the journey. I used to be so allergic to failure. I used to think that failing meant that I didn't matter, I wasn't valuable, my contribution shouldn't be counted. But what I actually realized is that failure is feedback, and it gives us an opportunity to make adjustments to do things differently when you are desiring to get your business to the million dollar mark, often you have no idea what it's going to take. And I I mean, I haven't even really in this episode gone extremely in depth for you on what it's going to take, right? Um, Of course, i break that all the way down in my new book, Move to Millions Live, which is now available for pre-order. I'll make sure that I link it in the show notes so that you guys can go and get a copy. But I just know that, The failures that I've experienced, especially when I think about my first foray at the million dollar mark have made me so much stronger now that we are back and sustaining our multiple million dollar company and continuing to grow. Everything has changed because I recognize what I didn't know and I've been willing to let my ego sit in the seat beside me or get in the trunk and really hone in and learn and be willing to say I need support and I need help On this journey, I think it is very, very important that you recognize that getting your business to the million dollar mark is a big deal, but it's also going to take work. It's going to take the right mindset and approach in order for it to happen. And when you understand the significance of hitting this milestone and being clear on what it will take for you to reach it and what you're doing it for, you have that firm, strong foundation. You have that growth mindset. You're showing up fully from your vision point and not your vantage point. It will be so amazing once you actually get there. And that's something that I'm really excited about for you because I know how it is for myself and for the 38 clients that we've helped make the move to millions over the last few years. It's amazing to hit the milestone. It's even more amazing to hit the milestone knowing that you're going to be able to sustain it and that you've thought through And are continuing to be open to learning the things you need to learn in the process in order to make the move with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. The way I see it, you deserve a business that generates millions. We'd love to have you join us in May at Move to Millions Live to help you prepare, plan and position your company for the million dollar mark. Visit Move to Millions event now to grab your seat. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright and to access them, You need only move. See you next time. Take care.